Twelve years ago today, on September 11, 2001, tragedy struck American soil. Today, we remember that day. We look back on the freedoms that we have and, and hold true to our hearts. So let's take a moment to remember those we lost, and let's be thankful for the things we love and the people we love. Welcome to the League Podcast. Sit back, grab a beer, some wings, and a hot chick, because now it's time. He's a true American. He's a real American. Mr. Bowtie himself, Ben Ashley. What's up, what's up? It's podcast time. Hey, it's your commissioner, Ben Ashley. I've got a special September the 11th podcast show here for you. We've got a lot to talk about today, but I, but first, before we get to anything, I've got a special treat for everybody. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the assistant commissioner here, Joe Lowe. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad to be on here. Hopefully we can... Uh, get through this and hopefully give everybody a nice little recap of what happened in week one. i tell you what, we're going to tag team this, just like our favorite tag team, Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan and Kane. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't know what I think about that. Okay, well, watch. If you're not watching football, if you're, if you're having a bad week that week, just turn to wrestling. You'll see what's happening there. I'll be sure to do that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, first things first, got to ask you what you think about Peyton Manning. I don't know what to think about Peyton Manning other than the man is just awesome. I've got to tip my cap to him. He uh, he tore me up. Hope I'm really glad that I don't have to play him again the rest of the year, at least until the playoffs if I could make it. Well, I'll tell you what, that was tough, especially when he wasn't throwing to, to anybody on my team. He wasn't even throwing to Torrey Smith, let alone his teammate Eric Decker. Yeah, how about Eric Decker? What do you think about that? He's got long, flowing, beautiful hair like I'm trying to grow. And to mention he's got a great-looking wife. That, too. That, too. Maybe that's what he was thinking about. Well, that's Thursday all I night. was thinking about, his hot wife, if he wasn't going to do anything. Anyway, that's our rant for Thursday night. Man, I didn't do a whole lot, but at least at least I got lucky enough to face the second-lowest-scoring team of the week. Heck, yeah. Yeah. So I'll take that any day. And I'm proud it was our, our league champion last year. I, I, you know, yeah. it's always happy to be a former rival of mine. What do we want to talk about first today, or second today? I say we need to just get into the games, because hey, that's what everybody's concerned with. Let's get into the games. Which one do you want to talk about first? The game of the week. Veer and the Pork Pistols. 
Beer 17. You know what? I think that game really turned out to be a game of the week. It was. Points everywhere. Touchdowns everywhere. And it was a close game up until Veer took over with RG3 and uh, who else did he have? Yeah. The, the well, Texans defense that night. That's right. Jason Witten scored two touchdowns, which was two-thirds of his total last year. Yeah. He had three yeah. touchdowns all over. Normally he's just uh, Tony Romo's blankie, but he turned out to be a touchdown scoring machine. I I'm, sure, I'm sure Veer really hopes that that continues for the rest of the year. Well, at least not next week because I face it. <laughs> what star on the, on the Pork Pistols did... I tell you what, I think uh, Reggie Bush was his big-time player of That's week who one. I, that's who I, I mean. Thought. A lot of guys passed him over in the second round of the draft, and he was every bit as good as he was billed to be. Right, right. Brett had some stinkers there. Kyle Rudolph scored three, and Ahmad Bradshaw scored three. And, and I think that really hurt, especially when RG3 and Randall Cobb had scored in the 20s, and Dagon A.J. Green scored 42 points. Exactly. I, I think what really came back to bite Brett in the butt was not starting Colin Kaepernick. My God, no. that guy is amazing. Yeah. I don't even know what. He drafted Kaepernick way later than he, than he did Brady. He took Brady in the fourth round and, and Kaepernick all the way down in round 11. So what a what a steal there. I'm willing to bet that he's going to start him the rest of the year. He just may. If the matchup is right. <laughs> all right, let's talk about another great matchup. The Amish Mafia beat the J.Lu crew. Yeah, this game, I really uh, had higher expectations for it. I really thought that uh, it was going to be a close match, but it really turned out to be quite the opposite. When you have a guy on your team that puts up a goose egg, puts up a zero, that sucks. When you have two guys that do it, it's even worse. Throw in the towel, huh? James Jones and Suds, Zach Sudfeld, both didn't catch a pass. Which we should point out that Sudfeld's no longer on J. Lou's team. He's already dropped him. Oh, that's right. He picked up that's Julian. Right. He picked up his teammate, Julian Edelman. Well, who, who caught two touchdown passes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, that's right. Who did it for the Amish Mafia? Oh, it's got to be LaShawn McCoy. My God. Yeah, he looks, he he looks was sweet. awesome Monday night. He was the first guy to outrush Terrell Pryor <laughs> this weekend. So, who's now a member of the Raiders. What did you think about the Eagles' offense in that first half? I was winded just watching them. <laughs> they, they ran plays. You know, yeah. they, I don't know if you noticed, but during the game, after, after just about every game, after a play, they show a replay of that play. Well, they didn't have time to do that. They were ready to snap the ball as soon as it was set. And as soon as they snapped it, well, Sean McCoy was 10 yards down the field. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Said, that, was a, that was a great keeper selection for Slater. Yeah. Well, let's just go to our matchups. We'll start with yours. Abusement Park took you to the woodshed. You know, if you're, if you're uh, going to put up a stinker, maybe 120 points, I put up 120 points and won. You put up 121 and lost. So That, that just tells you how fantasy football uh, is. It's, it's a game of luck. But uh, the Abusement Park abused me. They put up the largest number of points in a single week in the league history. We've been in existence how long? Eight years? Mm -hmm. That was the biggest week ever. He had Peyton Manning. Of course, we've already mentioned him. Uh, <laughs> Demarius Thomas with his garbage time 80-yard touchdown oh, run. That was beautiful uh, if, you're, if you weren't playing him. Vernon Davis looked awesome. He had yeah. the, he, I think he's finally got on the same page with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, two TDs there. Yep. Looking at my team, Aaron Rodgers, he played a tough defense in San Francisco and come away with 28 points, so that's that's something positive to build on. What are, you, what are your thoughts on Ridley? I think I'm about ready to join uh, Football Fumblers Anonymous because <laughs> I actually wasn't watching the game, but I saw on Twitter that he had been benched, and I thought, my Lord, 
this is uh, not the way to start out the year, but hopefully with, with Shane Vereen having his injury, I mean, God forbid something happened, but uh, I think that uh, he might get a reprieve and might be the bell cow. That's year. right. That's right. Well, I think he's out of the doghouse. I've got him in another league. I know we don't like to talk about other leagues. The other league. The other league. That's a bad word around here. But I think he'll be fine. He's, he's going to be out of the doghouse. Because they don't have anybody else nearly as talented as him. Mm-hmm. And even on the roster, nobody else can really play. Well, one more thing I want to ask you about. Okay. Your keeper, yeah. Trent Richardson. What the heck happened there? Well, I know that... 47 rush yards, 30 receiving yeah, yards. Yeah, and, and most of those yards came on the first drive of the game. Oh, because so looking I think I think he had four to five carries on the first drive, and then you wouldn't believe. Guess how many he had the rest of the game total? I don't know. Thirteen. Ooh. When your best player is not getting the ball, something's wrong. So I heard Whedon drop back to pass fifty times. Yeah. 50, you, you're thinking Whedon fifty times. T. Rich thirteen. Ugh. Oh, Chud's got some work to do. Yeah, and Norv Turner, I'm about ready to send him a letter and ask him what the heck they were thinking. But <laughs> Write him a letter. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. old snail mail. Right. Uh, let's go. To, let's jump over to my game. Man, what a snooze fest as far as points. Uh, Jackins took a – well, I took an early lead after Thursday night, but it wasn't a very comfortable lead by any means. And then uh, early on Sunday, it seemed like the touchdowns came. I mean, Marty Bennett got one. Gore got one. Well, he was in a late game, but uh, – mm-hmm. uh, Mike Williams got one. I tell you what, Calvin Johnson had two touchdowns, but they took him off the board. I can't tell. You. When I saw those touchdowns, you know, Calvin bringing those in, I thought, my goodness, Jackson's going to take me in the woodshed like like Peyton Manning did to you. Yeah. But then the daggone referees were on my side. Yeah. You know, Jackson might have stat corrector and Mr. Draft score on his side, but sometimes the referees are on mine. So yeah. I think I think. I think I think the luckiest man on the face of the earth just uh, came unlucky for week one. That's true. That's it might true. be a bad omen, or it might not be. But <laughs> you might think somebody owes him something the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to ask you, what did you think about Andrew Luck? You know, I wasn't a hundred percent excited about drafting him, mm-hmm. but I think he's going to be solid. You know, he can he can throw the ball. The, the team is not that great, so they're always going to be passing. Yeah. Uh, rushing, he's a tough runner. And I'm sure his architecture skills are good if he went to Stanford. I'm <laughs> sure. All right. The opposite end of the spectrum. What did you think about Brandon Pettigrew and starting him over Jordan Cameron? Oh, I thought that maybe I could be smart and, and think this through and neutralize some of the points that Matt Stafford might have. Let's say let's say Calvin's double team down there and they're in the red zone. Stafford looks to this other big black guy and Brandon Pettigrew and maybe he'll catch one. But, uh, no, he caught one pass and fumbled it. All right, this harkens back to your championship game two years ago when you started the Redskins defense. <laughs> Overthought it. You got too cute. And you got too cute there. Luckily, it didn't bite you in the butt because you still won the game. I know. Speaking of winning the game, let's talk about the Sunday night game. When I was down by 10 points, David Wilson was left for James, and I had DeMarco Murray. Murray comes out, he's running tall, he's running hard. You just think, no, well, hopefully his ankle won't fall apart. <laughs> And David Wilson goes out there and puts two on the ground. Poor James. I mean, it just wasn't going for him this I week. I thought 95% chance he wins that. I think he's ready to join Football Fumblers Anonymous with me hey, as well. All right. You guys can meet and talk about love and other things. And fumbling. and Maybe we can watch some old videos of Tiki Barber and how he <laughs> learned to hold on to the ball. I'll tell you what. I like my women like I like my non-fumblers. High and tight. Yeah. 
Uh, so I shouldn't say that on the radio. <laughs> no. So what do you think about the rest of James's team? Matt Stafford had an unbelievable game. Yeah, and I was super glad that none of it went to Calvin. Yeah, 30.48 points <laughs> with five going to Calvin. Yeah. I, if, if you would have told me that before the game started, I would have said you were a liar. I figured it would be 30.48 for Stafford and 40.48 yep. for Calvin. All right, there's one other game we still haven't talked about yet. The rookie, don't touch down there, handily beat the old veteran that everybody loves to hate. And, and the guy that usually starts out pretty oh, good yeah. right out of the gate. He starts out on fire. Boondocks and Bruce. Looking at Dave's team, my gosh. He had some consistent scoring, really. He 21 did. from Russell Wilson. 21 from Wes Walker. 23 from Andre Johnson. And 25 from Jordy Nelson. Just think if this boy would have put in Anquan Bolton. <laughs> what a game. What a game. I mean, would that have put him... As a higher score than the amusement park, it'd have been close. It'd have been actually it would have it would have. That was forty six points. Yeah. So forty six over uh, what Tavon only scored seven. I, I saw I saw a stat today. Anquan Bolden has played for three teams. In his opening game for all three teams, he's had over a hundred yards. No, oh, yeah. I remember his first game again with uh, the Arizona Cardinals. He, everyone saw him and thought, my, he is going to be a stud. <laughs> And he was, right. he was a stud for uh, Dave this week. Too bad it was on his bench. That's right. Well, Dave scored 153 points without really any help from his best player, C.J. Spiller. He yeah. got six. And I tell you what, if this guy keeps getting production like this from his wide receivers, he's going to be tough this year. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't get it this week because I play Dave. <laughs> Dave, you're going down. All right. Well, let's jump to the other side, to the loser side there. Uh, Matt Ryan, 24 points. Pretty good day. Yeah, yeah. His man, Special. Woo, 5.5. Those Jaguars. Man, they look terrible. One thing I can say in his uh, defense, that next week, uh, Cecil will have Chad Henney thrown to him as Blaine Gabbert has been bit, er, put on the shelf with a uh, hurt hand. That's right. That's right. Miles Austin looked pretty good. Yeah. Cruz. Cruz. Cruz oh. almost single-handedly brought him back. On Sunday night, Sunday night, the third touchdown. I was like, Cruz might get seven touchdowns. Exactly. And when I was watching the game, I, I really was rooting for Cruz here. I wanted to see Bruce make a comeback. Yeah, I really did, but uh, it just wasn't in the cards for him. All right. Well, I I tell you what, I don't think Bruce will do very well. I don't think he'll win many more games. I think he'll probably suck the rest of the year. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, if he's losing in the beginning, imagine he always gets worse as he goes on. <laughs> Imagine how he's going to be this year when he if starts the best, out. If the best for him is always the first couple of weeks, he started out on the bad end. Cut the music, cut the music, cut the music. Oh, boy. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Did I hear right? Bruce Williams is here to smack talk. What do you got to say for me? Do you have a defense for what we just said? Yeah, I got something to say. I mean, come on, man. I scored more points than you, Mr. Bowtie. I scored more points than you, Mr. Clean. I scored more points than freaking J. Lou. I scored more points than the freaking defending champ. I mean, I get no respect in this league. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, well, well, what great words of wisdom do you have for us to say to your opponent this week? Yeah, I got something for the Amish Mafia. He says, fear the beard. I say fear the bone, because the bone's coming after you, and he's going to be a freaking horse head in your bed, team's bed this week. Sounds like he's going to bone you. Come on, man! <laughs> like a spider monkey.
All right, Joe, what words of wisdom do you have for your opponent this week? All I have to say is, Mr. Don't Touch Down There, Dave from Detroit, you may have got lucky last week and played Bruce. This week, it's a little different. You're going to play Joe Mamas, and after we're done with you, you're going to be so sad you don't even, won't even want to touch yourself down there. <laughs> so, Bruce, Ben, do you have any words for your opponent this First week? First of all, I'm offended you call me Bruce. Second of all, I think what I'm going to do to Veer. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to make him so sad that when you drive by his house, you will know which baby's crying, whether it's him or little Max. All right? I'll tell you what, guys. I'd like to thank you for both being on the show. Bruce, wonderful smack talk. Joe, wonderful words of wisdom. Thanks for having me. And I tell you what, we're going to do this again next week, so look forward to it. Until then, never forget 9-11 and love America. Love the Raiders. See you next week. Peace out. Commission. Brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue.